Jesus will come Some golden daybreak battles all won He'll shout the victory Break through the blue Some golden daybreak for me Daily, we're thrilled in the opportunity of bringing the Bright Spot Hour gospel broadcast into your home. And the reason we're thrilled in the opportunity of it is because we deal only with the gospel. That the name of Jesus may be magnified and extolled and lifted as much as we're able to do so. This is Harold Seitler speaking, and we welcome each of you today into our audience. We covet your prayer that God may use us to his glory and that souls might come to know the Lord Jesus. Mrs. Garrett at the beautiful organ and a song entitled Until Then song, Mrs. Garrett, one of the newer gospel songs that has proven to be a blessing to me and to many other folk. Until then, it's time to pray, and I invite you to join with us as we look to the Lord. Our Father, we thank you for the prayer time moment and for the opportunity and for the boldness that we now have, never within ourselves, but all because of Christ, to approach a throne of God's grace. We come boldly in the name that's above every name upon the authority of the invitation set forth in thy holy word to spread out at your blessed feet all of our cares, our heart thumbs, and our needs. And we thank thee for the confidence and the assurance that we have in thee, O God, that thou art able to supply that need and to bless and both to hear and to answer our petitions. I pray today for the sick ones and for the shut-in, for the aged, that one in the sunset of the journey, for those we pray. Grant that somehow the bright spot hour might prove to be a peculiar blessing 
to that aged mother or that aged dad now listening by the radio. Then, Lord, we come to thank you for every person kind to write to us and for the things that they say in the letters about the music and the preaching inspires us and encourages us. And we'd like to thank you, Lord, for placing it upon the heart of every person that's ever written. We thank thee for every gift, for that one that enclosed their check, or the money order, or the dollar bill, or five dollar bill. We appreciate it, Lord, every gift that's come in. I pray that thou wouldest keep the door open, and may a sufficient number of our friends obey the Lord to the degree that every radio door can be maintained. Sanctify the programs, Lord, today, that Jesus' name may be glorified, and that sinners may be convicted. And someone today, ere the broadcast go off the radio, may slip upon their knee to confess Jesus as Lord and his personal Savior. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Now, Brother Gene Payne singing a beautiful song you'll enjoy. It is Morning in My Soul. All the darkness of the night has passed away. It is morning in my heart. I am living in the sunlight of the day. It is morning in my heart. It is morning, it is morning in my heart. Jesus made the gloomy shadows all depart. Songs of gladness now I sing. For since Jesus is my King, it is morning, it is morning in my heart. Joy has come to dwell with me forevermore. It is morning in my heart. I shall sing it when I reach the other shore. It is morning in my heart. It is morning, it is morning in my heart. Jesus made the gloomy shadows all depart. Songs of gladness now I sing, for since Jesus is my King, it is morning, it is morning in my Thank you, Gene Payne, for that lovely number, and every day a real joy to salute our listeners of our own network stations from KMTL in Sherwood, Little Rock, Arkansas, from WSOF in Madisonville, Kentucky, from WROS in Jacksonville, Florida, from WBML in Macon, Georgia. Always a joy to have the recorded voice of my late grandfather with us on the Bright Spot Hour. Your Bibles are open with me, please, Ephesians 1 and verse number 10.
10, Ephesians 1 verse 10, that in the dispensation of the fullness of times, he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth, even in him, in whom also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestinated according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will, that we should be to the praise of his glory who first trusted in Christ. By the grace of God and your listenership, I'll develop these scriptures on the Bright Spot Hour in just a few moments. I continue dealing with the matter of sanctification, and I hope that you'll hear the Bright Spot Hour and allow me to expound these scriptures to you by the grace of God. The Bright Spot Hour is a work of faith and a labor of love, depending upon the Lord and our many friends to enable the door of radio broadcasting to remain open. And I make that statement every day because it is a statement of fact. We depend entirely upon the Lord and upon God's people to enable this door of radio broadcasting to remain open. During the month of March, I make available sermon number 52, The Battle of Armageddon. My late grandfather brought this tremendous message on the coming battle at the end of the tribulation period, the Battle of Armageddon. I'll send this to you on a compact disc. You may have yours for a gift in support of the radio of $10. I also make available my grandfather sermon, Can God? Can God Furnish a Table in the Wilderness? My grandfather brought this message in 1973 on a Sunday night in May. I was there in the auditorium when the message was brought. I'd like to send this to you to come on a compact disc. You may have yours for a gift in support of the radio of $10. We also make available 1st and 2nd Corinthians commentary, 303 pages of beautiful, stiff-backed, perfect-bound commentary reproduced exactly as my grandfather wrote the book and produced it back in 1988. I'll be honored for you to have a copy of this good message. I'm positive that it will be a blessing and a help to you in the Lord. First and Second Corinthians. $20 postage paid to your door, $20. Our mailing address, the Bright Spot Hour, Post Office Box number 4, Greenville, South Carolina, 29602. Our email comes through the website, thebrightspothour.com. Find Ben Carper or The Bright Spot Hour on social media at YouTube, Facebook, Rumble, X, Getter, and Odyssey. Ephesians 1 and verse number 10. That in the dispensation of the fullness of times, he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth, even in him, in whom also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestinated according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will, that we should be to the praise of his glory, who first trusted in Christ, in whom ye also trusted, after that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also after that ye believed ye were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise. 
I want to deal today, as the Lord shall help me, with the final stage of sanctification. The final stage or the final step of the matter of sanctification. Now, on the Bright Spot Hour, I have tried to define what is the meaning of sanctification to the born-again believer. And then I've dealt with the uh, period of sanctification. And I pointed out the initial stage at the moment the lost sinner is saved by the grace of God, that instant they are positionally sanctified. They are now in Christ. They are no longer in Adam. The Bible declares, as in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. So we have the initial stage of sanctification. Then there's the practical stage of sanctification. And this takes place over the course of one's life. Uh, the, the, the practical part of sanctification has to deal with the born-again believer's conduct in this life and his conduct in this present evil world. I, I said this before on the Bright Spot Hour, but it bears repeating. I've never attempted to put any born-again believer under the matter of the law. I've never tried to to, uh, to put any believer under uh, God's command to Israel through Moses, under Mosaic law. Uh, Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone that believeth. But the, Paul the Apostle does lay down uh, groundwork concerning the believer's conduct in this present evil world. In my Bible reading today, I was in 1 Thessalonians 4 this morning reading, and and uh, there I read in 1 Thessalonians 4, for this is the will of God. Number one, even your sanctification, that ye should abstain from fornication, that everyone should know how to possess his vessel in sanctification and in honor. Then Paul went on to say that ye defraud not one another, that ye love the brethren, that ye study to be quiet, that ye work with your own hands, that you do your own business. Obviously, uh, Paul lays down for the born-again believer the conduct that is Christ-honoring, the conduct that brings glory and honor to Jesus Christ. I am not a legalist. I, I do not put the believer under the law. So, I have been accused, because I'm not a legalist, I've been accused of being lawless. And there are some men that, that accuse me falsely of saying, well, well Brother Carper says, uh, eat, drink, and be merry, for tomorrow you die. And you've never heard me make that statement on the Bright Spot Hour or make a statement like that out in my meetings. You've never heard me uh, uh, talk about doing that at all. I do not advocate the area of lawlessness. You and I should know how to possess our vessels in sanctification and in honor. Paul said in Ephesians 4 that we walk worthy of the vocation wherewith we are called. That is the area of practical sanctification. When I walk into a room, I want my conduct to match my profession. I say that I'm a realtor. I've been selling real estate for 30 years. 
So a man asked me the other day, uh, just uh, uh, cold, asked me, oh, what do you think about a 1031 exchange? And I began to explain to him uh, IRS uh, code 1031 and what that involved. Uh, and, and, and he would expect now, uh, Mr. Carver has been selling real estate 30 years. I would expect him to be able to answer my real estate questions. And if I couldn't I said, well, let me look that up in his mind. He will say, well, his conversation does not match his business card. He's not able to discuss freely with me these matters that are dealt with in real estate. Now, I say that I'm a born-again Christian, and uh, men have every right to expect of me that they would not find me in a nightclub or in a beer joint or in a brothel, or that they would not walk up on a table and I'd be sitting eating supper with a woman that is not my wife or another man's wife at 7 o'clock in the evening in an expensive restaurant, or that I would fly mad and use all kind of profanity and swear oaths, and they would expect my conversation to match my profession. That's the matter of practical sanctification. Then we dealt with the matter of progressive sanctification, and uh, this is where Peter says, but grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Paul says that we are to be conformed into the image of, of God's Son, Jesus Christ. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Now, you'll spend the balance of your life in this matter and in this area of progressive sanctification, progressive, uh, progressively growing in the grace of God, progressively moving forward in the work of the Lord and moving forward in the things of God. That's why church attendance and personal devotions and a personal time of prayer and a personal time of Bible reading is so vitally important for the born-again believer because it is in this area and in this time that growth and development in the grace of God becomes a reality in the life of the born-again believer. Today I want to deal with the final stage of the matter of sanctification. Paul says that in the fullness of time, that in the dispensation of the fullness of times, he might gather together in one all things which are in Christ Jesus. In 1 Thessalonians 3, in verse number 12 and 13, and the Lord make you to increase and abound in love one toward another and toward all men, even as we do toward you. To the end, he may establish your hearts unblameable in holiness before God, even our Father, at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ with all his saints. Now, the Christian experience and the new birth experience is all accomplished with a goal in mind. There is a plan of God, a plan of God for your life, and a plan of God for mine. There is a work of God to be worked out in you, and a work of God to be worked out in me. But there is a, there's an object uh, in, in mind. 
yes, here I am to be conformed unto the image of God's Son, Jesus Christ. Paul said, for to me to live is Christ, and to die is gain. The goal beyond this life is given by the Apostle Paul in 1 Thessalonians 3.13, to the end he may establish your hearts unblameable in holiness before God, even our Father. Now when will this happen? At the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ with all his saints. Now it is the purpose of God that the born-again believer increase and abound. In verse number 12 again, and the Lord make you. Now this is the work of God in the believer. This is the matter of growth in grace and in the knowledge of the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And the Lord make you to increase and abound in love one toward another and toward all men, even as we do toward you. Now that is beyond man's ability. Now, this is an interesting thing. I, I hope I can express this to you correctly. But there is a, a divine side and a human side. Tomorrow, I want to deal with the divine side, the divine work of the matter of sanctification. You are not able to develop yourself in your own power and in your own ability. None of us are in ultimate control of our growth in the grace of God and our growth in the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. None of us are able to do that within our own power and in our own energy. And yet, I do not accept the fatalistic idea that what will be shall be and God's going to do it uh, without regard to the man. You and I have a responsibility. I have a responsibility to read the Bible. I have a responsibility to pray. You say, well, I believe the Bible. Have you ever read it? No. Then how do you know you believe it? If you've never read it, how do you know you believe it? I have a responsibility to read the Bible. Dr. Jack Manley, uh, more than 30 years ago, uh, uh, told me, he said, Ben, you need to become familiar with the Bible as a complete unit. You need to become familiar with the book as a whole. And he advised me, and I'm not, I'm not fussing now, uh, he advised me not to get on Bible reading plans where I read two chapters in the Old Testament, chapter in the New Testament, one of the Psalms, and so on. Uh, but he said, you need to start at Genesis. You can read three chapters a day and read straight to Revelation. When you get to the end of the Revelation, 2221, Go back to Genesis 1-1 and read it through again. And I have done that now uh, for, since I was a 16-year-old boy. I have read the Bible, Genesis to Revelation, Genesis to Revelation, Genesis to Revelation. And by doing that, over the years, I have become familiar with the Bible as a whole unit or familiar as a complete unit. Now, I cannot expect to grow in grace and in the knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, if I'm not willing to submit myself to Bible reading and then to attendance in the Lord's house where I hear my pastor preach and I hear the other preachers that come through preach, 
Then I'm out in meetings all the time and congregations come to hear me preach and I take a text and expound on the Word of God. And all of that is done with a goal in mind. And the goal in mind in verse 13 is to the end he may establish your hearts unblameable in holiness before God. That's the end goal. That, that's where we're going with this matter. Even our Father at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ with all his saints. Now my time has slipped away from me on the program today, but the Lord willing, I'll be back again on the broadcast tomorrow. I want to continue dealing with the matter of sanctification, and we will look at the divine side of sanctification. We trust today's message by Dr. Ben Carper on the Bright Spot Hour has been a blessing to you. Write the Bright Spot Hour at Post Office Box 4, Greenville, South Carolina, 29602. Visit the website at thebrightspothour.com. This is Mark Ferguson saying listen again tomorrow for the Bright Spot Hour. Same time, same station, same gospel. Jesus is all you need. Sweetly he calls to the weary today. To his pleading and come while you may. Jesus can take every burden away. Yes, Jesus is all you Yes, Jesus.